Welcome to today's episode of the Pro Vocal Artist Podcast. I am joined by AK Siegel, who is an artist manager, a publicist. She's also a Twitch streamer, and she helps us out in Pro Vocal Artist, my online program that is all about coaching singers and helping them become artists, release their own music. Thanks for inviting me to be on the podcast. So, yeah, exciting. Well, you did a brilliant Q&A last week with the students and I was like, we need to make a podcast on that because I just get these questions time and time again about, you know, what is the job of a publicist when they're working with an independent artist? Maybe we could start there. So um, the foundation of a PI agency, a publicist, is a service. So when you, let's just assume you already have someone in, in mind you want to work with, their job is to connect your music that's about to be released, whether that's a single EP album to media. So they're in the middle, they're the gap, they have the context to the press. So you don't have to reach out to the journalists yourself because they usually have a better relationship. So it is a service. It's never a guarantee that you will get pickups or that you will get featured in magazines, online blogs, yada, yada, yada you pay someone for the service and their contacts. So, um, yeah. Right. So really what they're paying for, like the difference between them doing it themselves and them hiring someone like you to do it for them is your existing relationships yeah. with these different media outlets. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. So I've been doing it for seven years. Of course, I have a different relationship to those journalists than someone who's starting out now or an artist who just, releases their first single um so for me it it can it can't underlying it can be easier in most cases but it's never guaranteed and to be honest it's a lot of research that goes into building a database it's usually I have like one day a week where I just go through my contacts see who left the company who moved on who's new and who do I reach out for those projects and it's a lot of research and time that goes into it so because the artist nowadays has so many things to do, you save yourself, you buy yourself time and a service. Mm. And yeah, if, if you have the budget, of course, but yeah. Yeah, right. So I think there might be this maybe basic idea that like, oh, it's just getting a database. And I think, you know, artists can get their hands on these different databases. Like, oh, I got a database of like 500 names and I'm just going to do an email blast. Um, Forgetting that, like you say, there needs to be, it's better if there is a pre-existing relationship that it's not yeah. totally cold when you're reaching somebody like that in press. Um, but also that that database is maintained and, and up to date. And like you say, somebody else that they've left that job and it's somebody else now who works there that like email might be null and void. Yeah. So I think they forget about the maintenance as well of the database. And so how, I think what I've experienced with some of the artists I've worked with, um, they found that they've reached out to um, a PR agency or a publicist and haven't heard anything back that they or they get ghosted by them. And they're like, well, I, I mean, I have the money to pay why don't they even get back to me why don't they want to work with me is it, it do they not like my music am I not good enough I think that that's come up a couple of times in the past what could be some of the reasons they don't get back um I mean I can only answer this from my personal perspective and experience that I only take on artists that where I feel I can put some value to it where I feel like I have the context where I feel like this is a project that I can see myself in and we can actually get results rather than just taking on someone for the money. 
there, there's always a red flag for me where I'm like, oh, no. And it's it, I want to be transparent to the artist when I feel like this is not the genre that I feel most confident in. So mm-hmm. then try to get them to go to another publicist. But if someone's ghosting you, especially when you reach out to a PR person, then it's probably because they're super busy or sometimes they forgot about it, but it's never the artist. It's 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 always it, when someone goes to you, wherever in life it is, relationship, friendship or working uh, relationship, it's always them. It's not you. So <laughs> I don't get why they can't just say no, but some, uh, saying no to an artist takes balls as well. So maybe they just don't have it in them to say, hey, I don't feel like we can work together. Yes. But it's them. It's not you. And just try and find someone else. It's more difficult and probably dangerous if the PR agency reaches out to you for me that's always a red flag because that's like hey are you just reaching out to me for the money and I would always do a background check if someone reaches out to you and see what they've done in the past who's on their roster like what kind of artists do they work with what level are they at are they just reaching out to the independent like the super small independent artists or are they really working with high profile clients but yeah interesting red flag walk away yeah I know (laughs) totally um so I think that that's brilliant advice about the ghosting is like you put yourself into their position from their perspective it's a difficult email to send or a difficult conversation to have that people tend to avoid it's why ghosting happen like say in other relationships um but it's usually that they or it it could be potentially that they feel like well the contacts that I have may not be a good fit for the genre of music that you're in yeah and that's so important so what should how should an artist go about finding the right publicist so the publicist that's a good fit for the music that they are making what do they need to think about I think the best case scenario would be if you have a friend who's also an artist and worked with someone in the past, because then you can rely on their experience and then see whether that relationship also works for you and your music. Mm-hmm. If you don't know anyone, then I would just do a Google search. In the UK, it's very easy because there are plenty of PR agencies and publicists. So you have a, a whole spectrum of different publicists covering different genres. Um But yes, again, if you don't have someone who can recommend someone, do your research, look for artists that you like and figure, find out who they work with and then see whether they would be willing to work with you. And then it also comes down to the money because everyone charges differently. So um, some, some PR agents or publicists only do print media, which usually is a bit more expensive than covering online because it's it's usually the more experienced publicists working that area because we are all young kids and we don't know how to read a magazine anymore. <laughs> um, but you're going to have to figure out what works for you, what works for your budget, do your research, and then reach out to them and have a chat with them, have a conversation. And then the moment you feel, okay, this works, then agree to like maybe just one single deal and then you can move on if it doesn't work out if it works out then you can stay with them and build a relationship but without trying you won't know yeah 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 so getting those personal recommendations and um knowing an artist like yeah I think knowing that it's gone well for a particular artist that looks like you that's like well you're very similar to mine if that publicist was able to give you those kinds of contacts and that kind of coverage 
that would make sense for me and you have a good personal recommendation to make so I mean you know even probably even if they're not friends would you recommend them reaching out to like you might see like we have a magazine in Ireland called Hot Press you might see uh, an artist to you in Hot Press would you reach out to that particular artist and go like who did you work with how did you get this yeah for sure because um from that that's also from our perspective that's how most of my clients I got through word of mouth and recommendations from other artists so I I luckily been in the position where I never had to reach out and find someone to work with because they all came to me and that's a good sign that um if an artist feels confident in the work that the publicist does then they're more than happy to help and share their knowledge and experience and um then you can you kind of know then if they are willing to recommend someone that it was good work yeah and and say everything goes according to plan and you get the pickups that you were looking for um what is the outcome like does it where is it reflected where is that like success reflected is it in the streams is it in the online following is it in the gigs is it in the or is it just like creating an authority for the artist for the future like what do you think is the the main benefit of having some good press coverage um i think in today's world in the digital work it's mostly seo that if someone types in your name on google if you have in the uk enemy or wonderland flash magazine pop up as one of the first uh, links that's a goal that's a winner because then whoever's researching you knows okay they have been doing their job and you want the labels to know that you've been putting in the work as well because if they are looking for artists to take on and sign a record deal they will be not just looking at your numbers on spotify instagram tiktok wherever but they will also be looking at okay what magazines have already covered them where can we build on because they're in it for the money as well they need something in return for their investment as well so the more you've put in yourself the more they are willing to take someone on if that's the route you want to go down if you if you want to go down the labor route but um it in most cases the pr doesn't do that much for the streams just because uh digital marketing nowadays is the big uh number game and tiktok and everyone wants the big tiktok hit but it's to, it's SEO, being out there, being visible, sharing it across your social media, showing your fans something. Hey, there's a new interview about me. You can learn something about me and mm-hmm. inviting people into your world and your creative space. Okay, cool. So so kind of mainly it is about like building that reputation, yeah. like long-term reputation. And I think a lot of artists feel like they've invested this money in a publicist and they got some pickups and they were featured, but then they they always go and look at their Spotify streams. They're like, yeah. it didn't work. And yeah. it's not, that's not where you're seeing, you're looking, you're looking in the wrong place for the result. You are building long-term reputation and authority as an artist. And like you say, for future potential negotiations with the manager or yeah. label, you're like, look here's what I've been up to as an independent artist I've brought myself up to this level and that gives you better negotiating power as well I imagine but if you do the coverage then you still kind of build a fan base even though that's not reflecting on your Spotify per se but they might come to a show Mm -hmm. they might learn something about you that 
they can connect with. And then that's how you start building the relationship. And I think the way to go in today's music industry is the is the authentic community, the relationship with the fan. Because if you have one like a hundred one percent diehard fans who are willing to pay for whatever you want, they go to all the shows, merchandise, whatever. That could be enough to make a living, mm-hmm. and that's what you want at the end because you want people to hear your music. Yes, but you also want to make a living of your music. So. Um, if you're just in it for the quick TikTok success, then good luck. But um, think about the, the mountain that, yes, you want the success, but you also want a long-term career with people coming back with the next release. So um, you have to do whatever it takes in some way, even though that comes with a cost, that comes with time, that comes with work, that comes with effort, but you need the relationship. Yeah. And definitely. if that's an interview, then great. You give people something to connect with personally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, it's about you getting that feature and then sharing it with the community you've created and, and having this whole like ecosystem of like what I'm doing on TikTok is feeding what I do on Instagram is feeding what I do on yeah. Spotify is feeding what I'm doing in this like, you know, I'm talking about that in the interview because I'm talking about how I did this video and then it blew up and I got this other opportunity and it's a whole ecosystem and it kind of all works together. It's not that like directly correlated to like do get get in this magazine you get streamed so I think no no and you never have a guarantee that you will end up in the magazine Mm. so um you can have the best song in the world I I usually like to use my Katie Melua example because Mm -hmm. I worked her live album a few years ago and I went into the campaign thinking yeah that's going to be an easy win she's going to send a press release out everyone's going to go mad it's Katie Melua not much to do nothing happened <laughs> sent the press release sent reminders nothing came back until like one or two weeks before the release and that's when you know like okay even someone like katie melua yes she's she was more popular back in the day than now but even her where you think like it's katie melua hello she still has to work for um coverage so there's no guarantee and just Thinking logically, we live in a digital age. There are no borders on the internet. Right now, an artist is competing against artists from wherever in the world. It's like the cr- competition could never was never greater. It's like it's yes. right now shows who's in it to build a career, who's in it for the long run, and who gives up with just the first obstacle. I've I've heard it said that you know artists going after PR who don't have anything newsworthy isn't. you know isn't worth it like unless you have some some like really powerful story or something that should be reported in a newspaper or in a magazine um something remarkable to say it's not really worth your while I think that's kind of an extreme stance what's your opinion about that I think it depends on the level you're at because um when you start out you really need to get the story straight you need I don't know whether purpose is the right word. You need kind of like a vision where you want to go, a story that you want to tell and be a person that you feel comfortable being outside your own person, like persona. Because that how um, that's how the people connect with you. And if you don't get the story right, then you're just one in a million. So if if post-COVID, your story is that you wrote this album, song, EP during lockdown, 
that's the story of every artist right now because everyone's been in lockdown. Mm -hmm. That's not a story. That's just a fact. So um, find that unique thing about you that it could take years for people to connect with. But if you keep telling that story, eventually people will come to you and connect with you. And then the, the more you put out there, the, the things will fall into place. It's just the beginning is the hardest bit, but once you're off the ground, it's going to get easier. And then the story can be kind of sounds a bit weird, but can kind of be whatever it is, because then people just want you want to cover you because they get something in return as well. It's always in the music as an industry is all about give and take. You always need to give something first before you get something. So um, figure out your story, figure out, persona you are as the artist mm-hmm. and then find your niche find the one percent of our uh, fans they connect with you and then yeah or later things fall into is it a bit like getting your sob story together for x factor like i know in in the x factor form you fill in there's like a place where you fill in your sob story like do you kind of need to have a sob story for pr for as an artist it doesn't have to be like a super sad background. It can be. It can be something happy as well. It just. It it just needs to be something that makes you you, which which is a very big thing. I get it that people are like, yeah, but I don't know what that is. But if you take the time, figure out yourself, and then the story will fall into place. Um, but it helps having it helps having a sob story, <laughs> but it doesn't have to be a sob story. Like, you know, if you're just thinking very pragmatically, what makes the news, what makes the front page, what makes headlines, yeah. it's tragedy, it's overcome adversity, it's rags to riches. Yeah. So, you know, I do, yeah. not that I'm encouraging people to like lie, but like there, like you say, give and take, there could be this thing that you're feeling like, God, am I okay about share? Sometimes you might feel like you sh- you have to share a little bit if you do want to get that kind of yeah. coverage because people want the exclusive, the in-depth, the the real truth, the all of that, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think I I usually, you probably noticed by now that I like to reference what Gaga did back in the day, Lady Gaga, uh-huh. because she didn't get any coverage. And then the manager and her decided, let's just focus on college radio in Canada and that's how she started out and then the college radio thing blew up and no one knew that she started out in Canada because no one in the U.S. wanted to play her and then she she handled the Canadian radio station and then she started focusing on the LGBTQ plus community so she kind of tackled each community uh, at its right time so as an artist because I like hiking as well I usually use the mountain reference you're standing in front of a mountain that you're gonna have to climb yes the summit the view from the summit will be amazing but it's gonna take time to go up so if you start out just uh covering like you could be super religious you could just focus on christian radio or christian media and tackle those first and then open it up or whatever your niche is your community focus on your community let them come on board let them connect with you and then once they're mm. settled try to expand at once Rather right okay so make your once. differentiator um be local as in 
or make the news be because I think that's yeah. where a lot of artists find success with uh, publicity is by focusing local first get your local newspaper your local radio yeah. station create a fuss and a hub about you or like a hub of enthusiasm about you in your community and like you say that's like climb that mountain first and then leverage the like experience and the proof of concept I, the other thing that was on my mind was like what when you're working with an artist like what what does a a great artist look like to you in terms of a working relationship like how do they show up how do they collaborate with you what are you looking for from the artist as the publicist well the dream client has uh the music already ready like (laughs) everything's mastered and ready to be published it just needs to be uploaded to the distributor they have pictures available they have behind the scenes snippets available if they had the money a music video one or two and they have they have figured out the story for the press release if not then we can figure this out together but that would be a dream client because yes you need the story but if you think about if you buy a print magazine or newspaper if you open it there's no music playing so you kind of need very good pictures to sell yourself visually as well to the fan and the community and the reader. Because it's in that case, it's not the music that's your seller. It's who you are as a person, the pictures. So um, if you can invest a little bit into good pictures, into a good music video, and that's going to make my job easier. Mm. And then if you have the music ready, know uh have a release date in mind and then we can figure out the timeline according to that and then usually um if a single comes out you need like six to eight weeks to pitch it and then um yeah ep two three months album can be up to six months and if there's a tour can be up to a year so them having all of their assets ready to roll out and buy assets that would be a dream in most cases you kind of roll with it which is fine but I like to I I always recommend have a little bit prepared have a few pictures ready because you never know when something kicks off and if something kicks off you need to feed media right away so Mm -hmm. we had a song play on BBC one they wanted an exclusive first play and they already told us that, okay, in that month, we need something else. Mm-hmm. We weren't really prepared for that. So we had to kind of wing it. But now I'm like, okay, well, you always have to have songs in the back end that you are willing to publish if something kicks off. Because the la- the worst thing you can do is go silent the moment you have a moment. Yes. It's like if you have a moment and people and the media is on your side, you have to keep feeding. You have to put everything aside and just go out there, use the moment and um, take advantage. And so is there, I mean, in terms of the, the the artist making the decision between will I do this on my own or will I hire? I think we've kind of covered that, like, you know, you are hiring somebody who has relationships. Um, But what would you have any advice for an artist about to like just figure this out and do this themselves and build their own database and, and their own contacts? Well, that's actually, well, if I feel like, the artist is um, not ready to take a publicist on yet. Um, Then I usually recommend, hey, try it yourself, just so you get an understanding of the music industry, how the work's done, and 
to start building a relationship with journalists as well because yes they will help later on if you uh advance in your career so usually what i do it's a simple google search if you find an article of an artist you like have a look who wrote it research their name see whether their email is available online and then just email them like um it doesn't have to be a full press release that you have to send right away but the key information should be in it like introduce yourself have information about what you're going to release in it and have uh, make sure that you have the links in it and that they work and lead to the right thing and then um the worst case scenario is that they either know not get back to you or uh, they say no that's the worst case but then it's not personal it's just you're in a competition with a lot of other artists and um if someone says no it's not personal move on they might do it the next time yes i i imagine that it's about being out and about and networking as well and getting to know like getting to know your music network your music community getting introduced to different people and having maybe somebody to reference like oh we have this mutual friend do you think that's an important part of the process than like networking and getting out there. And I know it's not for everyone that everybody's extroverted and like leans mm-hmm. into these kind of activities, but do you think that it helps or is relevant? Well, luckily uh, I think po- COVID, ha- well, I'm not the most extroverted person as well. So um, most journalists I meet now is mostly online. Why before COVID, you still meet them in person at gigs and um, everything. But now, right now, it still feels like that everyone's still in their bubble. Mm-hmm. So um, you don't necessarily have to meet everyone in person, but just email them. Just tell them who you are and who knows what comes back. If The thing is, if you don't try, you don't know. And I'm a big fan of saying fake it till you make it. So if you need to use the trick to pretend to be your own manager, your own publicist, do it. No one knows. No one knows that yeah. it's you in the back end. Mm-hmm. But if it helps getting you introduced to, I don't know, someone at the Telegraph, then why not? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. who's going to know? Um. Well, I know that this is going to be a really helpful conversation for lots of singers who are starting to navigate their independent music artist career. Um. Thanks a million for teaching us. Thank you. Job. Um. And giving us all of the secrets. And um. Yeah. Thanks for listening. <laughs>